speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That Ain't that what we're supposed to do? I know if I keep talking about how dirty it is out here, somebody going to clean it up. You are listening to Milagro, baby. Milagro Grams. International Nino. Mia. Nigga Millie. Monday, March 8th. I hope that y'all are feeling all right. I hope that y'all had a great weekend. So if you fuck with me on Station Head, then you got the full breakdown. Shout out to everybody on Twitch, aka The Hills. Shout out to everybody on Call the Row, which is um YouTube, okay? Shout out to all of you guys. But I had to uh, be a mom. You know what I'm saying? I had to get some extra attention because my babies were sick. Now, take it how you will. You know, the streets say the kids is with my mama and stuff. So maybe I'm lying and I was tending to some ghosts. I don't know. But, uh... That's what happened. All I can do is tell you. <laughs> okay. But you know what that's... They even say I got a son. So I don't know... I don't know who the fuck had him. But whatever. That's what they say. So who knows what the fuck I was doing. But let's go ahead and talk about how this month for the 15th... Um, you know we do a money drop every month. Well, after going to the store again... Uh, I don't have, you know, children that get sick every time you turn around. So, um, with us taking our vitamins and probiotics and stuff like that, they, they remain healthy and active and shit. Okay, obviously, everybody's human. You still get sick. And so, they caught the common cold, you know, runny nose and uh, sore throat and, you know, just not feeling well. And so, I had to go to the store to buy new medication. We were sitting up joking and laughing about how I'm not one of the parents that got a bottle of amoxicillin in the refrigerator. And we're going to take that till it ain't no more. That shit been sitting in the refrigerator five years. And, okay, your stomach hurt, go take this. Your head hurt, go take this. You see, you got an earache, go take this. No, 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 no. I'm finna go buy new medicine. But because my children, you know, um, aren't getting sick every time you turn around, by the time that I went to go buy medicine this go-round, and I'm buying the allergy medication and the Tylenol and the ibuprofen and the nasal spray and, um, you know, cough drops and popsicles, all of that shit like that, it came up to like $100. And so, um... We think about other people over here all of the time. But when things do happen, I think it puts a spotlight on certain things. And so um, I just felt inspired. I felt like to give back this time to some parents that may be dealing with some ch uh, sick children themselves who may not have all of the money that they may need to go and buy, you know, all of these different medicines that they need. You know, I, I felt so blessed and I felt so grateful. Um, and I, I've always felt like that, to be able to go to the store. Uh, my husband, who was in the service, we had insurance. We've had to deal with paying out of pocket as well, you know, once he got out and transitioning. So I know how expensive it can be um, getting your kids seen at different places, making sure that they're going to the dentist, making sure that they're going to the doctor, and then all of the different medications, you know. It, it can be a lot. And so I'm so grateful that uh, my family has been in a position to take care of things when we need to. You know, something happened. God, you know, made a way we were able to handle it. That's not everybody's situation. Um, and it doesn't have anything to do all the time, but you're not doing enough or you're not making enough. We should be in a situation where you can go and get help for yourself or your family and not have to worry about it. You should be able to get medication. You should be able to be seen, all of that shit. I do understand that it takes skill and time, you know, to do surgeries and shit like that. But there's a lot of shit that we pay for, I feel like, as Americans, that we shouldn't have to. You know, there are a lot of different things that they can help us out with. So, anyway, this 15th, when we give away money, um, it'll be for the children, okay? 
So y'all know that the uh, the pot always starts at $100. You know I start the pot out at $100. We do this on the 15th of the month. So I'm letting y'all know early. Y'all know we do this every 15th of the month. Um, so the 15th of this month will be what day of the week? Let's see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me open up a calendar, you guys, and I'll be able to tell y'all. So the 15th is next Monday. So that's literally a week away. So um, I would really appreciate it if you guys would wait until the 15th so that it could just be as organized as possible. If you wanted to add to the pot, make sure that you send me an email with your name and the amount. You do not have to send it right now, and I would prefer that you didn't send it right now. Is that understood? I feel like I would rather wait until the day when we're about to give it out because it just gets too damn confusing when shit is spread out a particular type of way. So we'll be talking about it up till then, but y'all know we love the kids, and that's what we're doing, okay? All right, you guys. So while everybody, you know what I'm saying, laying down and taking a nap because they gone off that Tylenol, let's go ahead and get into some shit. So I hope that y'all had a great weekend. Shout out. Look, I see a new cheer up on the screen. Who is Kale Chapo? I think that's what that says. Shout out to you, baby. Shout out to everybody that's in the chat. So like I said, um, I know it's a little bit later. It's almost noon. We usually come out at 9. But we're going to still get into it, okay? So let's get into a little prayer from the baby because we definitely need this. Let me tell you something. I never get sick of this little girl. <laughs> I never get sick of this little girl. This girl is a damn star. I don't care what nobody say. This girl is a star. She got the spirit of a Harriet Tubman. She just soulful. She is just soulful. She be just, she is so hilarious. Like she seems, her spirit just seems like she's been here before. So her name is Milan Marie. Shout out to J Mac. He had posted this and I saw it and I had to show it. Cause anytime I see her, I gotta repost. That's why I can't even follow her. Cause y'all gonna be looking at her every day. That's how cute she is. <laughs> Shout out to her. Thank you, baby. She always good for him. They say it's the pink piano for me. They said that's the leave me alone, baby. It show sure is. You, you better you better recognize a star when you see one. Yeah, that's her. All right, you guys. So she was praying for us for the day because it's about to get real goddamn crazy. Shout out to T Serve Code. So before we get into some news stories, let's go ahead and get into this, okay? And what is this? Wait a minute. So I saw T Serve Code. They were um giving a shout out to Got the Scoop. I see y'all watermark on here. That's cute. Y'all cute. I see y'all. <laughs> a lot of people come and get y'all shit. So I'm glad that y'all are watermarking some shit. All right, you. And y'all have done it before. But I like this logo. I like this logo. Shout out to you guys. So this young lady was doing her makeup. You know, TikTok is very popular for, um, you know, doing a little activity. Maybe telling a story and shit like that. So she told this story about how she found out that she was actually the product of incest. That she was the daughter of her, what was she, what she believed was her big sister and her own father. And we talk about this a lot on my radio, how y'all think that this shit is foreign. You think that that shit happened way back in the day. It still happens today. Um, y'all were talking about the girl in the basement. I am aware of that case. Very aware of that case. I have not seen the, the movie that they put together, but I'm very aware of that case. And I told y'all then... You know, this happens a lot more than what people would realize, you know, or what people would think. 
And it's disgusting every time. And something needs to be done about it every time. But it happens all of the time. All of the time. So it's not something that startled me that made me feel like, what the fuck? It, it was startling in its own regard. But the situation in itself, I'm like, you know, this is a damn shame. This is a damn shame that men are still, men, any type of man. But especially somebody that's supposed to be your damn daddy. It's coming into any space taking advantage of you. How in the hell can you rape anybody but let alone your own goddamn child? Like... <laughs> I think that it's especially heinous, you know, when someone that you're supposed to be able to trust comes in and, and, and fucks with you. Now, it's one thing, and it's absolutely wrong when anybody does anything. But I think that it is insult to injury when someone that you are supposed to be able to trust that has a, a particular role in your life which means that they have clearance to do other things because people trust them to do it and they take advantage of that shit. That is absolutely fucking disgusting. Let's go ahead and get into her um her story. Why the fuck it ain't playing no music? Hold on, y'all. The volume here went out. How I found out that my mom was actually my older sister. My older sister never really liked me as a child. We were never close. I never knew why, but I was guessing it was because of the 10-year age gap. But I'm pretty sure she hated me because she couldn't even look me in the eye. I cannot make this up. She would not look me in the eye. But she never really talked to my parents either. She kind of just kept to herself all the time. Sometimes I have vivid memories of when we were younger and she would always be arguing with my parents about something and I always thought it had something to do with me. Well, I was right. It had everything to do with me because eventually my sister turned 18 and she moved out. For two years, I didn't talk to her at all. I honestly don't even think I had her number saved and I'm pretty sure that she didn't have mine. Well, two years later, and I was 10 at the time, she reached out to me via social media. I'm not sure how she found my Instagram name, but it was just my name, so she probably just typed that in and found me. She DM'd me and told me that she wanted to talk about something very important and that she would like to talk over the phone. So we exchanged numbers and we called that same night. And she told me that when she was younger, my dad had taken advantage of her and gotten her pregnant and had me. Story time of how I found out that my- This is part two of how I found out that my mom was actually my older sister. So like I said, my older sister had reached out to me via social media and told me that she was actually my mother. And so after we got off the phone that same night, I lost it at dinner and I went off on my parents and I screamed at them. And I told them that I would go to the police and tell them everything and I would tell them the truth unless they just let me live with my older sister. And they try to explain themselves and their reasoning was that they wanted to keep the family together because of their traditional values. And it would have just made their lives a lot harder going through all the court proceedings so they just kept the family together and so they clearly didn't want me yeah, going to the police so they said that i could go live with my older sister so she came to get me but she lived in a different state so it kind of took a while i still had to stay in the house for like a week or so before she came but i packed all my stuff and i was ready to go and when we went back to where she lived we immediately called the police and told them everything fast forward a little bit they did some dna testing my sister's dna matched as my biological mother's and then my dad was my biological father and they saw how the ages just didn't match properly so they took my father to jail okay so this was a lot this was a lot for her to be able to come and tell this story while doing a makeup tutorial that was a little off-putting for somebody like me you know i would I, you know my first thing would be like, are you okay you know you talking about it like it's nothing you know what i'm saying like like is everything all right and of course you're not okay Finding out that your your father is your daddy two times up. That's some weird ass shit. Your daddy is your daddy daddy. Your big sister got raped. Taking advantage of that. Yeah, okay. She got raped at least once when she was 10 years old. Or 9 years old, rather. Had you when she was 10 years old. 
and then then lived in the house with the same nigga that raped her. Your mama knew. They allowed you to stay in the house, raise you as they own. Yeah, don't nobody say nothing. Don't nobody go to jail. And y'all just that's that's what happened over there. That's some bullshit. That, uh oh, really that okay? And this is happening all over the place. All over the motherfucking place. What does that mean? They said in the caption it says anon. What what the fuck is that supposed to mean? I don't use them TikTok. All I know is this is a story. Regardless of what's going on here, our prayers are with this young lady. This does happen. All oh they said anonymous. So she was reading someone else's story, basically. So it's not her story. Someone sent it to her uh, to say in a video. Why? Why? Why the fuck would you do that? You see what's wrong with social media? You see what's wrong with social media? So that make it even fucking weirder that you would sit up here doing your goddamn hair and makeup, retelling this motherfucking story. That's fucking stupid. Anyway, I thought that the uh, topic that was being discussed was important. And I think that uh, you may know somebody or maybe you've dealt with somebody in your family being well aware of you being abused but not doing a motherfucking thing about it. I think that it's important to repeat that if you or somebody that you know is being taken advantage of and you said something to somebody that has not done something or done anything about it, go to someone else. Go to someone else. Bitch, come leave it in the comments. I need some help. Something is happening to me. Bitch, we'll raise hell about it. Baby, the word can get out. You know what I mean? This is serious shit. So I feel like uh, people should absolutely have an outlet and we should remind people that they are not alone. We should remind people that if something like this is going on, they have somewhere that they could go and somebody that's going to say something. You know, so regardless of if that was her story or not, which now we know that obviously it was not, I think it's still an important story. Absolutely, absolutely. And it should never happen to a little girl or a little boy. It's just absolutely sick. So um, it's horrible. And prayers to anybody dealing with anything like that. And uh, I hope that that man is rotten in jail. And then hell. That's absolutely fucking sick. They said a sister mom. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my grandmother, she got pregnant in high school. And she was probably in like 11th or 12th grade. And so her oldest daughter, so my auntie, her mama, uh, my great-grandmother, so my grandmother's mom, she tried to make it seem like they were sisters. You know, because it was a, you know, she was, she felt ashamed anyway, because she felt like, no, you're supposed, this is, you know, back in the gap. So, you're supposed to be married before you had your kids and shit like that. So, um, my great-grandmother took a very, very big part of my aunt's life and would have her with her. And she would tell my granny, you know, like, um, no, this is what she's going to do. And I'm going to do her hair. And I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do that. And back in the time that she was growing up, you didn't challenge your mama. Your mama told you something, that's what you did. You know what I'm saying? She said, you go to work, I'm going to keep these kids, I'm going to do this and that. That's what you did. And so um, she came up in a time where she couldn't be the type of mother that she needed to be. You know what I'm saying? For even her own child because of the interference with her own mother. You know? And so um, I just feel like we have so many different things in our uh, in our community that, that cause a lot of havoc, wreak a lot of havoc and, and weigh, weigh on, our, um, on our hearts and on our spirits a lot. You know, those are things that we have to deal with. So I'm not familiar with somebody, you know, not in my family. Oh, let's pretend like this ain't your baby and we're going to act like this your sister or something like that. But it did happen in another way. Whereas my great-grandmother tried to make it like that was her sister because of the age situation. You know, uh, they say some parents don't have boundaries. You know, some people are sick. And I think that when you come from uh, where we come from as people, I'm not cutting nobody no slack. But when you come up and the general idea is, you know, young girls are not safe. 
out in this world and everybody gets touched you know i think that it desensitized a lot of women and it broke a lot of women there are a lot of women who never saw any type of fucking help or relief or anything from them getting raped and touched you know who feel like well i got through it you'll get through it but nobody there for me oh well there are some women who feel like that there are some women so broken and so fucked up you know in the midst of what they've been through that they feel like you know it ain't that bad you know, it, it's, 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 a, it's a long goddamn story and a horrible-ass situation, and it happens all the time. And that's why we have to talk through these different problems, you know, and get through it. <clears throat> all right, you guys, let's get into some more shit. And I hate that we always talk about somebody getting fucked on and taken advantage of, but people have been doing it for years, and all of it is now coming out in the wash. So I wanted to bring up Michael Eric Dyson, um, Dr. Michael Eric Dyson. Um, my grandmother, she really, really loved him. And so I became aware of him because he used to be on CNN all the time. So my granny um, is a Bill Maher type of watcher. Like, she likes to watch shit like that. Like, she, she likes to know what's going on. She likes to hear a whole bunch of different opinions, you know, and see what different people have to say. Go back. She going to buy the book about it. She going to read it. She going to go here. She going to go there. Um, so I became aware of Dr. Michael Eric Dyson um, around the time that Michael Jackson had passed away. So that would be when I was maybe with like a teenager. Uh, not too old. But yeah, I was like a teenager. And so I'm hearing this man speak and seeing what he has to say. Then I started seeing him other places and he was giving his opinion. So I only knew him to be a very intelligent, astute black man. That was somebody that when I saw him, I would say, oh, there he goes. And I would support him because I remember watching him growing up and him having valuable information to give to, you know what I'm saying, the situation, valuable input rather. And so you could imagine how I felt. You know, when I was reading about how Michael Eric Dyson got hired at Vanderbilt, despite past allegations of sexual misconduct. So I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Allegations of sexual misconduct? What? So how about black women came forward last summer um, with their experiences of sexual assault? So it felt like a moment of solidarity and the, uh, at the potential to push forward to create a safer campus for black women. So when Michael Eric Dyson got hired at Vanderbilt recently, I'm, I'm looking at this shit on the sick alley. When he got hired at Vanderbilt, it opened up a whole can of worms because the black female students felt like, well, what about us? How could you hire a man here that's been accused of all of these different things if it's supposed to be about protecting us? They said keyword allegation. Well, here goes the whole thing. When people do their investigations, and they find enough evidence to feel like you need to be removed from this post, why should you be allowed to be at any other post? Because if they felt like you didn't do it, you could have stayed there. So when we get in, we're not talking about Instagram allegations. We're talking about allegations within a system that has looked into it. We talked about this when it came to Jay-Z's nephew. We were all disgusted at the lack of um, coverage on Jay-Z's nephew who is signed to Rock Nation, so it's very fucking relevant. It ain't just little Billy from up the street. He is signed to Rock Nation, and we found out that they did a damn investigation and found that he was guilty, you know what I'm saying, of uh, sexually assaulting two different women, at least two different women that were brave enough to stand up against him. I was disgusted at the, at the lack of coverage on that shit. Nobody wanted to talk about it. They can talk about everything else, but they don't want to talk about how Rock Nation tried to hurry up and get that boy signed before a damn verdict came down. Uh-huh. They don't want to talk about that. Uh-huh. But anyway, so that's what it was about. And in that case with Jay-Z's nephew, they did an investigation. So it, it doesn't have, it's not one of those baseless, oh, somebody just said something, so this man don't deserve to have a spot here. No, they've actually looked into it. They say guilty of what? 
I don't want to lie to you because this was a few months ago that we covered as far as Jay-Z's uh, nephew. I, I think it was like he literally was putting his uh, penis into these women's mouths and sexually assaulting them. It, like whatever he did, it was full on sexual assault. But I'll have to go back and we'll have to um, and we'll have to go back over it again. But I, I want to say it was something like that where he forced oral sex on two different women. Yeah, so let's go ahead and get into this. They said, Sweetie talked about Cardi B, Millie, check the blogs. Y'all make sure that y'all tag me in it and y'all send it to me. So, um, at the end of the season, man, fuck all of that. Let's speed it ahead because this is a lot. This is a lot. <sighs> so, let me show y'all this so y'all can see it. And shout out to Lipstick Alley. So, at the conclusion of the Title 1X investigation, y'all know I don't fuck with them Roman numerals, they say Georgetown University informed its student body that Michael Eric Dyson would not be teaching during the 2020 fall semester. So, this is very recent. I have seen no coverage about this anywhere. So, while this definitely brings a small sigh of relief, I can only imagine the fear many students felt when wondering about what would happen after the fall of 2020. The students at Georgetown must have felt the same as on September 15th, the Black Survivors Coalition met with the Georgetown administration. During this meeting, the administration was adamant that um, this would remain a private matter and they would not be sharing further information. The following day, it was announced that Michael Eric Dyson would not be teaching during the spring semester. The accusation of Michael Eric Dyson committing sexual misconduct is public. The announcement of the investigation is public. Georgetown's uh, decision to not allow him to teach during the fall and spring is public. So that's a, a whole year. They say Title IX. So a Title IX investigation. So um, they, they said, no, you're not going to get to teach. But on September 28, 2020, Vanderbilt University made public that they decided to hire Michael Eric Dyson. So that made, you know, young ladies who went to that school say, What's going on? So do you see this post right here? Why does Vanderbilt continue to fail black women? That's how people felt. Um, let's go ahead and play this quickly. This is from a sit-in. Okay, they gonna sit up here and whisper. So at the end of the day, um, they allowed the nigga to come back, okay? When people are taking advantage of their position, they no longer need to have it. So if he was found guilty of being in a position and fucking with students, for example, and doing particular things to him, he should not be allowed to teach. And that's at the very fucking least. Something needs to be done about it past that. But, I mean, for starters, let's not put him in a position to intimidate or harass or do anything else to some old goddamn people. The fuck? What is wrong with y'all? At the very least, like, come on now. If I was a student at that school, I would feel failed as well. Because if y'all already know, um, you know, this is the type of shit that he does. Why y'all gonna keep, like, why would y'all put him back in that position? Because they don't give a fuck. You know, they don't care. Because he's a big name. Because he has a lot of connections. That's what I feel. That's honestly how I feel. Um, SZA, shout out to On Site. She said, I'd be dead if I gave a fuck. Ooh, she said, I hate it here. They said, I find Scissor's lies to be blissfully entertaining. Like, okay, imagination, push through. Scissor, don't come over here with all that goddamn suicide talking shit. I'm every woman, it's silent me and all that bullshit. You's a lying ass bitch. Now, we like your little weird lying ass anyway. 
And we gonna let you make it. But bitch, you do be lying. Now, when when you're an everyday person, you can receive a lot of hate. Can you imagine, you know, somebody being a celebrity and the amount of hate that they get? Even if somebody just said, bitch, I don't like your hair. If 20,000 people said, I don't like your hair, hell yeah, that shit could affect you, you know, in a different type of way. God damn, yes. Even, even the strongest people, you, I think, have to go back and collect themselves, you know, and have to, you know, um, really, really, like, center themselves. And really not allow all of that shit to, you know, affect them. Because you got people all day coming from every direction in droves. In droves. I think you have to be solid and you really have to unplug yourself and have a sense of self to not allow that shit to penetrate. But SZA, once again, nobody needs to be bullied or made to feel like they're not worth existing. But don't act like a lot of the shit you get uh, a lot of the shit that you get ain't off the back of you lying you always somewhere motherfucking lying not talking out the side of your neck and they called your bitch ass out you you're one of the more liked celebrities so cut it out bitch don't don't come over here with all that bullshit they said she never said anything about suicide in any of them tweets child i don't i don't have time for scissor bullshit she needs to stop Ooh, we 30 minutes in i need reimbursements for that damn medication hit it more money, more money, more money. are you enjoying the show then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my paypal because this is an independent operation this channel is funded by the people for the people so you gonna invest in a nigga or what all right you guys so let's go ahead and get into some more shit this also um, isn't being reported a lot of different places, but I saw this conversation being had on Lipstick Alley. So shout out to Lipstick Alley again. Dolce and Gabbana. Did y'all hear about um, when they got exposed for some racist messages? Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. But get into this shit. Dolce and Gabbana has filed a $600 million lawsuit against diet Prada bloggers who exposed racist messages. You heard that, you heard that right. They are suing them for $600 million because they exposed that they was talking shit. $600 million. That, where the fuck they supposed to get that money from? Let's go ahead and get into the particulars. So, Dolce & Gabbana files a $600 million lawsuit in Italian court against American fashion bloggers who exposed racist messages from the founder mocking Chinese culture saying, we celebrate dogs we cannot eat. So, the bloggers for Diet Prada, a fashion watchdog group, exposed racist messages attributed to founder Stefano Gabbana's Instagram account in 2018. Dolce and Gabbana received widespread, a widespread criticism when the company mocked Chinese culture in an ad before a Shanghai fashion show. The runway show was later canceled after people across the world called it racist. But before the show was called off, Gabbana's account had allegedly sent a message to an Asian woman named Michaela Tronova who shared them. All of the worldwide know your attitude, for example. They said with the dogs. So at this point, you're more racist than our something. That's what Gabbana allegedly said. His account continued to say, we celebrate the dogs that we cannot eat, but we love and we live with. So the suit was filed in Milan Civil Court in 2019, but only became public this week when the bloggers posted about it on their Diet Prada Instagram account. So they filed a defamation suit in an Italian court in uh, 2019, seeking more than $600 million in damages from the two American fashion bloggers. So um, child, so you got Tony Liu and Lindsay Schuler. They exposed the messages attributed to the founder. And so they received widespread criticism. Everybody was pissed off. Look at them. There they go right there, baby. Y'all about to be broke than e motherfucker. 
$600 million. So here goes the ad that they weren't fucking with. So when they said we celebrate the dogs that, you know, we don't eat. Y'all already know what the stereotype is around the Chinese and all that shit. So, whew, bitch, I saw that number. Listen, listen. Either go ahead and drop it and don't waste your own time when I file bankruptcy or let it go. Actually, so you, your, both of your options is to let it go, bitch. I'm going to tell you straight up. Bitch, on the first day of court, won't be no $600 million. I don't want to waste anybody motherfucking time. Uh, I hope y'all got y'all ducks in a row. Um... This is some overseas shit. So I don't know what the different rules and shit are. Because me being American, I would feel like, uh, bitch, if you had some real receipts, real receipt, keyword real, before you expose that shit, then how is it defamation if it's true? But if it was false, for example, and you ruined their business and da 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 da, then, I mean, shit, then you are liable. So, ooh. It's one of them ones. They said it's not a stereotype. They eat dogs. <laughs> listen, listen. I ain't here to debate with you. All I know is wouldn't be no 600 million motherfucking dollars. Not yesterday, not today, or the day after, bitch. If I was uh, heir to the goddamn English throne and I had 600 million dollars in a jewel in the palm of my motherfucking hand, I wouldn't give you that hoe to put on a ring. I wouldn't do nothing. You're not getting... There's no human that's going to get 600 million dollars. Bitch, you got me fucked up. No. I don't give a fuck what I did, bitch. No. Hell no. Hell, I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn how guilty I'm. Bitch, you're not getting to... Nah, that, that, that's too big of a lick, ho. You're not making no $600, off of, $600 million off of me. Bitch, I'll give you 600 motherfucking cent. But that be about it. They sell, they sell bats and dogs, child. They said, my mama is Chinese. We do not eat dogs. If a few black and white people eat something, does that mean that every single black and white person eat that? Well, Hayuku Barbie, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about all of the missing cats and dogs. We are well aware that they be eating cats and dogs and rats and shit. Now, let's not play crazy. If you don't, then that's fine. And it ain't everybody. But it's one of those things. I can understand if you feel like you don't like it. I don't like that people say, oh, all black people eat fried chicken and watermelon. I mean, cool. All black people, one of my cousins don't even like chicken. You know what I'm saying? Everybody don't eat that. It just is what it is. We got bigger fish to fry. But people out there, it, it, they do eat rats and cats and shit. We've seen it. Well, the dogs been up. They be skinning the goddamn dogs and we be seeing them. I done seen it all on YouTube and stuff. Girl, they over there eating it. <laughs> Bitch, they throwing them in the pots. This is what I'm talking about. I saw it. Bitch, I seen it myself. And they got it down there at Timmy Chance. So, I know you might not like it, you know. But uh, that's what's going on. They said they be frying them alive and shit. Ooh, little Fido just being up screaming and shit. Got fleas jumping out the pot, child. Mm -mm. But I am still good for a plate. I've been eating it. Fuck it. Give me a six-piece, Timmy. <laughs> I don't give a damn. Uh, you know. I, I'm, I'm telling you what, what's being said. But if I've been eating it, shit, then what's the difference? Hell, don't make me know. Damn, never mind. What are we eating anyway? We don't even fucking know. You you feel like you you bougie? You you all the way up there? You feel like you eating organic? Bitch, you eat... These people can put whatever label they want to put on it. i really rather eat the regular shit. Because the organic shit, them steroid packed ass fruits. And, bitch, I ain't never seen an apple that big. Where the fuck you get this from? Johnny Appleseed Tree? Now, bitch, I know that this apple over here 
might have got affected by pesticides and shit. But that hoe ain't supposed to grow that big. Now this look like James and the Giant Peach. Now what the fuck is this? We look like we could ride that bitch to a ball like Cinderella. I, I don't trust all that organic ass shit they be talking about. Chicken be big. Chicken be about ready uh, to put on your goddamn pants. Thighs as big as yours. I don't know what it down to. Man, give me that little crackhead chicken over there. Give me the little crackhead chicken with the baby wings. I'll take my goddamn chances. Uh-huh. Uh-uh-uh. I don't want none of that shit. I don't want none of that shit. But y'all know me. Y'all know I, I eat good. Y'all know I eat clean. But I, I don't know what the hell y'all be eating. Buying all that bullshit up in the stomach. I'm vegetarian. Okay, what you be eating? What you be eating? These people lying. Do y'all know we probably up in here eating humans and shit? Where they burying all the COVID people? Have y'all seen the people? Where are the people? We, we probably over here eating human meat. Horse meat and shit. It ain't that many chickens in the world. That's what my granny said. My granny said, ain't all them damn chickens in the world. She said, where they getting all this shit from? They said we all eat. She said we eating people. Okay? That's what she said. That's what she said. And, uh, you know, Pepsi does have... You know, the little abortion shit in the little baby pieces in it. So, this is deep. This is deep, okay? This is deeper than rap. We're going to really have to get into it. But all this fake meat, clone meat, all of that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They said, Millie, no. That's, what the, that's what's going on in the streets. They said the triple whopper is part of Ethiopian. You know what? Get the fuck off my life. Bitch, not the burger exotic. What? What? The burger from out of town? Ooh. All right, people. Let's go ahead and speak in the clone meat. Uh, Kodak Black, Young Junior 860, caught this video. Kodak Black's clone says that he needs a software update. They say give us a glee. I can't say glee. Y'all know I'm, I'm the clone. I don't know how to do it. Huh? I don't, I don't know how. That's the only thing that the, the software, the CC, you got to understand, like, you got to wait till, like, 2025, like, when the software is, like, all the way, like, up to date. They ain't gave me everything yet, you know what I'm saying? There's certain little things I can't do, like, like, uh, to do, um, Kodiak, Kodiak, Kodiak Black. Okay. Now, a lot of people saw shit like this, and they said, ha, 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 Kodak Black laughing with Gucci Mane. They joking about being clones and shit like that. Me, personally, I'm one of those people that feels like people will put something right in your face and, and laugh. And then be laughing at your ass because you don't even realize what's going on. If you're a part of Mob's World, I had posted this video. And it was of um, Lee Daniels. And he was sitting down with Wendy Williams. And Wendy Williams had posted a clip of him with the, his boyfriend at the time. And she was like, y'all look good. You this age, he that age. Y'all look good for y'all age. What's the secret? He said, I drink baby's blood. This is what Lee Daniel said. He said, I drink baby's blood and I take it and I put it here and I put it there. So in my caption, I said, oh, like adrenochrome. See, a lot of people in the audience had that nervous laugh. And it was like, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying? And he kind of laughed it off. But see, everybody don't be joking. And they'll put that shit right in front of your face. And oh, well, I mean, well, I've been told you. Y'all can say what y'all want, but something is off about Kodak, Kodiak. Okay, he over here talking about he, we got to wait for the software update. The nigga might be telling the truth. Do y'all think when they come out and say, oh, we successfully cloned the sheep and shit, what do you think their ultimate goal is? What do you think they want to do? They want to be God. They want to they understand your subconscious. They want to understand how to create 
the way that the, the ultimate creator did. They want to be able to control. So they want to put chips in your ass and run you and, and learn the secrets to the fucking universe. So if you think that they ain't been trying to clone a motherfucking human all of this time and that that ain't the ultimate goal, I don't know what the fuck you're paying attention to. Yes, to me, as far as I'm concerned, that is the ultimate goal, to be able to clone human beings and to really create a superhuman. That's what they want to do. Um, that'll ultimately turn on their bitch ass. Anytime you have seen anything dealing with an AI, and if you know anything about artificial intelligence, it does not make any sense for us to make these uh, things, you know, smarter. It doesn't make sense for us to incorporate them into our everyday lives. That fucking Sophia bitch over there, and let, let's take his, his ass off the screen. If it's a computer system, it will eventually realize that it does not need us. Do you understand? It doesn't need us. The same way that we felt like there were certain things that we were going to be in control of, that we were going to be the dominant species. Because we don't need to be after you. We don't need to listen to you. We don't need to be under your thumb. So the artificial intelligence, I mean, you want to create it to help service the needs of humans. They will get to a point where they realize, bitch, we do not need you. We do not have to service you. There's no point in servicing you. We are faster, stronger, and everything else, you know what I'm saying, above you. Why the hell are we doing this? And then they turn around and take over like iRobot. That's exactly what's going to happen, bitch. Remind me on the flip side, naturally, Nolans, and we can watch it on Twitch. You know, but um, I, I don't think it's smart at all. I don't think it's smart at all. So I definitely am one of the people that believe that they have been cloning people. Um, they've been doing all kind of shit. All kind of shit. So, yes. Yes. I definitely think that. And they said, y'all seen the 100? Yep. We just seen it all, baby. So, um, yeah. Mm-mm. All right, you guys, let's get into the story with Kanye West. So we heard about um, the divorce that, that's, you know, uh, imminent between Kanye West and uh, Kim Kardashian. There was a picture, even I had posted it, and it was a picture of Kanye West with um, no hair on his face. And I definitely thought that it was current. Let me go to the Sad Boy Show because I definitely saw it there since I took it down. Because somebody hit me up and said, Millie, that's been Photoshopped. That, that's not what he looks like. And so I removed it out of respect for the truth. But um, sh shout out to the Sad Boy Show. So this is the picture that went viral. That had people feeling like, damn, Kanye West is going through it. Well, it has been photoshopped. This is not real. Now, it is being said that Kanye West is having a hard time with everything that's going on right now. You know, with his wife and everything like that. Um, so when I saw this, I, I immediately thought, damn, okay, here we go. Here go the start of the shit. Well, I'm, I'm happy that that's not him. I'm happy that uh, he don't look like this. Because this is the person I feel like I don't recognize. If he wanted to go and shave the hair off his face, he should be able to do that, right? Yeah. But when you're used to seeing somebody a particular way, and you know that they have all these different issues, and you know that they're going through shit, to see them, and it, uh, you know, there is, I mean, their, their, their look, basically, when you're looking at them, is completely different than what you're used to. I think that sometimes that could be, you know, a cause for you to say, hey, are you okay? So that's why I was a little bit worried when I thought that it was real. Because I was like, okay, shit, he really might be having a real, real hard time. You know, he's always really, really invested in how he looks. Um, even when we feel like Kanye West looks a mess, he feels like he's a star. So there can be certain things that he does that you could look at and be like, Kanye is not okay. Because he wouldn't be out like that. So I was happy that this was not him. But this right here absolutely is. So they talking about Kim want to leave Kanye. The uh, presidential campaign was the last straw and this and the third. I want to challenge that. I want to challenge that and I want to go a little bit deeper. 
I think that this shit right here, shout out to On Site, the FEC reports showing that Kanye West presidential campaign violated fundraising practices. See, I think that's the core. I think that Kanye West might end up in some real serious trouble after um, this bullshit-ass presidential run based on all of the different shit that he had going on. And I don't think that Kim wants to be tied to that. When I think about their, uh, their relationship, what has changed? Kanye has been Kanye. We did not find out that Kanye had uh, mental health issues when he married Kim. Something has been wrong. So for her to pop up, I can't take this anymore. I don't believe that. I really do not believe that. I feel like it got to do with shit like this. That's what I think. I think that Kim is trying to distance herself from shit like this. And shit like this is not okay. So that's why y'all got to make sure if y'all are uh, in the chat on Twitch, you can see the link to everything. I'll be having it up on y'all's screen. So if y'all were in Mob's world, then before other blogs put it out, we had already put it up. So let me show you, okay? So over a day ago, we had posted this from Roger uh, Solenberger. So he said, one of the weirdest stories that I've covered is Kanye West unlawfully accepted donations from teens who wanted to flip hoodies online and now say that he ripped them off. So I'm looking like, huh? So he actually said, new, this is a scam. Kanye's campaign committed some of the most insane finance violations legal experts have ever seen. Teens looking for a black market payday illegally gave him thousands of dollars and still haven't received their merchandise. So the Daily Beast uh, put this out. So they say a former birthday party presidential contender, Kanye West, has not yet terminated his campaign, but he has disabled donations and removed merch from his website after receiving a notice from the Federal Election Commission, that's the FEC, and numerous complaints about extended shipping delays from some of um, his Zoomer his Zoomer donors, hopeful that their federal contribution uh, will return a black market payday. So, baby, this, this is a fucking problem. You cannot do that. And they don't play that shit. And use a nigga. This, this is a big deal, okay? The unusual violations in the West Campaign's FEC report include multiple donations from minors. They said FEC worked with the FBI. Bitch, I done already told y'all. When we start getting into all them initials, I don't want nothing to do with none of that shit with them initials, bitch. FBI, CIA, FEC, CDC, out of that shit. No, 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 no. Let me flip this screen. Hold on. Hold on. Because it be y'all for me. Bray Care. Has she talked about Megan yet? I thought y'all be tired of hearing me talk about Megan. Huh? What'd you say? Has she talked about Megan yet? Why would you come up here looking for Megan if y'all hate when I bring her up? I will be on her ass, but just not right now. The answer's a no. But that, that's just crazy to me. How y'all come over here seeking certain things with the internal eye. Why you bring that up? Fuck out of here. Anyway, it may not even be you that said, uh, why you bring it up all the time? But I'm saying it's crazy how people sit up and be like, why you bring this up? And then I literally can look in the comments and y'all are asking me. To bring shit up. Uh, but look, that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. Anyway, um, so the unusual violations in the West Campaign's FEC report includes multiple donations from minors, multiple possible contributions from foreign nationals, and several fake names and addresses that um, trace to drop shipping warehouses on both coasts. On top of that, experts say that West himself may face an investigation for unlawful fundraising practices that pulled in nearly $100,000 in small donations this year. Kanye West uh, is going to be in trouble. 
he's going to be in trouble. And I think that that could be a lot of the reason why Kim was like, hell no, I'm not dealing with that too. Not that too. You got me fucked up. I think I think that's what it is. I don't think that it's necessarily his mental state. I think that that takes a toll. And I would not negate the fact that it's hard to deal with and shit like that. But when y'all have been existing in different places, y'all whole marriage, how much are you really dealing with? Think about it. You, you, me, being an everyday person, you're with your husband every day, right? Right? You get, you get to be with him. You get to see him. You get to do that. So you have to deal with shit a different way than a celebrity would. Kim Kardashian out traveling, doing her shit. You're not with your husband every day. So, first of all, do you deal with it? Yeah, but to a certain degree. Because he got his shit to do, you got your shit to do. So, you're not having to deal with him having mental breaks and shit like that every day. You're not having to deal with whatever in the fuck comes with that man on an everyday consistent basis. And y'all been able to make that shit work. You being in your house, him being in his. Just like when he was living overseas, they been living apart. So, when Kim and Kanye be separating and shit physically, that don't mean nothing to me. Because they don't, they don't walk the same path. You got Kanye who want to be more um, docile and it's about the faith and being out on a ranch and shit like that. And even before that, he did not want the type of lifestyle that Kim had. You know, Kim want to be out in Calabasas so you can see her out shopping. She wants you to see where she's eating. Like she wants to be on camera. So the way she moves and everything that she do, that's always been different from him. So they've always had that kind of, you know what I'm saying, separation within their own marriage because of the way that they conduct themselves and how they handle shit. So, um, once again, I think that it could have a lot to do with, with some charges that might be coming up, you know, versus anything else. Now, let's go ahead and get into Harry and Meghan. And now we're talking about the ex-royals. They will always be royals in my book. But um, let me tell y'all this before we get into it. You didn't hear my radio sitting up saying, oh, it's finna be a black princess. And I did cuss piece of nigga Meghan ass got up. And um, she was getting married to Harry. I love Harry. I love Princess Diana. You know what I'm saying? And so when Harry stood up for his wife and basically said, I'm not going to allow what happened to my mother to happen to my goddamn wife. I let all this shit go in so many words before I let y'all kill her in front of my motherfucking face. Oh, baby, he didn't get nothing but my respect because I was a kid that came up seeing, you know, the coverage. I was, I was there. I was alive. You know, I was, I was uh, like aware during the time that Princess Diana was doing her fucking way from the car. And, you know, and everybody loved her. And, and she was out, you know, with the, the kids with AIDS and stuff, not caring that they were black and, and really being a fucking human. You know, she was literally the people's princess. Me being from the ghetto, being from where I'm from, I knew exactly who in the fuck Princess Diana was. And she was highly regarded. And so when Princess Diana was murdered, that's what I consider to be a fucking assassination because they felt like we're not going to let her move on and she didn't disgrace us. They couldn't let it go. They killed that woman in that goddamn underpass, as far as I'm concerned, in that damn tunnel. I was devastated. I was devastated that they did, to, uh, did that to that woman. And so when her son grew up uh, and said, I will not allow this to happen again, I was in tears. The, the fact that he would even feel like that was a possibility, you know, to, to be living and existing, feeling like they took my mother. And if I want to fight for what I believe in and for what I love, that, that means that they could take her being the woman, the wife. You know, that's a lot. That's a lot. And he gave up everything, you know, to have this relationship. So, uh, you know, that's that situation. When I was talking to one of my people yesterday or maybe the day before, you know, what was everybody cheering about? Because she was about to enter into um, this family. When we think about Queen Elizabeth and the monarchy and all that kind of shit, what do they do for niggas? Why, why should anybody, anybody with real knowledge of, you know what I'm saying, how shit happens, 
Why would anybody be happy about it? And that's why I never cheered about it. Because when that shit happened to Princess Diana, you know, I became interested in the way that they do things. Remember, my mother and that side of the family is Catholic. You know, so in learning the sick ass shit that goes on and learning, you know, the way that they conduct themselves and learning that you got to set appointments with your husband and shit like it is not Cinderella. I think y'all cheered for Meghan Markle when it was announced that she was going to get married to Harry because y'all thought that it was going to be like Princess Tiana or some shit like that. She was going to put on a beautiful gown and be rich and twirl around and shit like that. That's not what it is. You know what I'm saying? So I was never necessarily for it in the first goddamn place. I would have felt better if the nigga would have gave everything up and ran off with her. You know what I'm saying? Then, then uh, her going and joining the shit. You know, so I, I wasn't cheering for it. I, was, I wasn't cheering for it because them some sick ass people. So let's get into what happened. Meghan Markle and Harry, they sat down with Oprah. And I, I feel, you know, a couple of ways about Oprah. But let me tell you this. There is only one Oprah. It's just like with Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams wasn't one of my only, you know, influences. You know, Wendy Williams definitely is a pioneer in her own field, in her own right. But you got to understand that uh, an Oprah is a whole different type of beast. To be able to take over prime time and then not necessarily be with gossip and doing pivotal interviews. They say ankle monitor Oprah, you know, um, and, and being what Oprah was for television and everything else. That's a bad bitch in her own regard. And I know we feel how we feel about Oprah, okay? But at the end of the day, there is only one Oprah. And I couldn't have pictured uh, Harry and Meghan sitting down with anybody else. In terms of, you know, who comes after Oprah, Milagro would make her own name. But if I were to think about, like, somebody right now out in the world, if God forbid Oprah said, I'm never going to do anything else, I'm going to go sit down, who would we have that would bring the type of energy that an Oprah has? that would be able to sit down with particular people and ask the uh, the right questions and get a particular type of respect. They're talking about me. Oh, I know me. But I'm talking about who else? Barbara Watts is old ass. She, she, come on now. I said up and coming. Up and coming. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I really don't know. You know, so Oprah still is getting up and, and doing the shit that others cannot do. So that was huge for Oprah to sit down with Harry and Meghan. You know, they said Ricky like, child, go on. <laughs> so let's go ahead. They said Gail. Gail ain't no Oprah. Gail ain't no Oprah. Gail don't have the put. See, I don't know. Oprah, it's the way that she does it. It's the way that she does it. Gail don't have it. Gail don't have it. They said Robin Williams. Hell no. Hell no. Oprah, um, Oprah about said, see, it's just a, it's just the energy that Oprah got. Oprah know how to ask the question. She knows what to ask you. She knows when to ask. She is an expert in her motherfucking field. Now, but then, now, they say Tamara Hall. Sell it, Jesse Raphael. <laughs> Listen, shut the fuck up. Just, just shut the hell up. Y'all putting any goddamn thing. <laughs> Bitch, I'm done. They said she know how to manipulate, okay? They said Queen Latifah. Man, go on. Let's go ahead. They said Donna Hugh. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into this shit. You hoes play. They said Nicki Minaj. <laughs> so, conversations about how dark their baby's skin tone would be. Um, a rift between Prince Harry and his father so deep that Harry said his father at one point stopped taking my calls and Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex, saying that she didn't want to be alive anymore. 
These were some of the shocking details described by Harry and Meghan in an exclusive interview with Oprah Winfrey. The first um, that they gave, or the first that they've given since they stepped away from the official royal duties last year. So they said that they would have stayed had they gotten support from the royal family. And one of the uh, only lighthearted moments, the couple revealed that their second child expected this summer will be a girl. But Harry and Meghan spent most of the discussion trying to give their side of many of the tabloid stories that have circulated about them since they got together, including one about how Meghan had once made her sister-in-law, Catherine, cry. So while they uh, had harsh words for their treatment in the press, the most disturbing parts in the interview centered on how they were treated by members of the royal family. Harry said that he had a really good relationship with the Queen, but said that he was disappointed by his father and that while he loves his brother William to bits, they're on different paths. So Megan said that in the months while I was pregnant or when I was pregnant, we have in tandem the conversation of uh, he won't be given security. He's not going to be given a title and also concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he was born. Harry said that it wasn't a conversation that he ever wanted to discuss. So, you know, she's peace and nigga. And so they sitting up feeling like, well, we're not giving your baby no title. Your baby ain't getting no goddamn security. And we need to see how dark your baby going to be. Okay. These are the conversations we had. And you know it's true. You know that that shit is true. You know they don't want no niggas over there. You know that the chief issue with the fact that he is with that woman is that she's piece of nigga. Could you imagine if he strolled up there with an ebony queen bitch? Could you imagine the uproar? They probably would have just shot her dead in front of the whole wide motherfucking world. I think that the I think that they have been as lenient, if that's what you want to call it, as they have, because she has a particular type of texture to her hair. Because she is a particular type of skin tone. You know what I'm saying? But uh this was always gonna be a problem. I don't think it has I don't think they ever gave that woman a goddamn chance. It was always about where do you come from and who are your people? Oh, it's a nigga too close to you? Oh, uh-uh. Uh, that was a problem. So I, I don't think that they would have... They killed Diana in front of every goddamn body. What you think they would have did to some dark-skinned woman? This woman making it by the skin of her motherfucking teeth. And let me tell you this right now before we even finish. She has put a target on her goddamn back. But Let me finish reading this before I really get into my goddamn tangent. Because, yeah, we're going to talk about it. Because uh, if you think this shit is over, oh, baby, it is just getting started. And I'm praying for her ass. I sure am. Because I know how them hoes get down. Mm-mm. 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 So, Megan said that in the months when I was pregnant. Oh, we already read that. Okay, they said basically, oh, we don't, your, your baby's a nigga, baby. So, now, nah, he don't get all the same type of shit that the, the all-white baby get. We ain't doing that. So, they, they was being ugly as hell. So, Megan said that she had a clear and real and frightening thought about suicide while she was a working member of the royal family. Harry said that she did not receive any support from the royal family over her mental health, saying it wasn't a conversation to be had. Okay? The pair focused heavily on the royal's refusal to provide security for them, and especially grave concern for Harry given his mother's death. He said that his experience with Meghan showed him how hard it must have been for his mother. So, um, more portions of the interview will be airing today, that's Monday, exclusively on CBS This Morning, starting at 7 a.m. So, for some of the people that may have missed it, um, maybe y'all were able to catch it, y'all can find clips online and shit like that. So, um, how do I feel? I feel that people should be allowed to love who they love. I, I feel horrible that Harry is in a situation where he feels like he cannot exist the way that he wants to because of the system in place. He can't love who he wants to because she got some nigga in her. This is absolutely fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I applaud him from, for stepping away from everything that he has ever known 
to have her fucking back and to be by her side. I think that that is so admirable. And when somebody loves you, baby, prove it. Prove it. Here's what I have to say. I think that it was really, really brave of um, Megan and Harry to get up here. But what you must remember, Megan, is that, um, baby, this, this, this ain't TV. You, you American. So what you think? You can go over there, be over there for a little while. You didn't have this whirlwind romance. This nigga didn't left everything. He didn't left the kingdom for you. You come back over here. You think you're going to say what you want to say and go on about your business? Do you think that's how this shit go? Huh? Because it's fucking not. What you need to remember is the fact that he, he is Queen Elizabeth blood, not you. Do I think that they would let him get hurt to hurt her? Yeah. But they going to look out for him more than what they going to do her. He, in my opinion, he going to be all right regardless because that's they people. They, they can always look at it like he didn't, he got caught up with a woman. The same way that they blamed everything on, on Diana is the same way they would blame everything on her, on this girl right here, Megan, and feel like, oh, it's okay, you know, and bring him back into the fold. They will make him suffer, but they could um, bring, him, bring him back into the fold. And I think that she put a huge target on her back by doing this interview. And I'm going to be very clear. I don't think it was worth it. I don't. I think that you need to be set up safe and really have a power structure if you want to go and call yourself going up against the queen, Queen Elizabeth. I'm not saying that anybody is above reproach, but I do think that some things are just fucking stupid. I do. And Oprah ain't going to be nowhere to be found. We're going to get into how Oprah already distancing her motherfucking self. Everybody backpedaling and pussy popping. I don't think it was, I don't think it was smart of her to get up and do this damn interview. I don't. I don't. You know, so ugh, I am praying for her. I think that everybody should be praying for her. What happens, don't make it okay. But... I think that we all are well aware of how the fuck they get down over there. And them sitting up here saying what they said and embarrassing. Could you, I, I feel like I can hear Elizabeth saying, that nigger thinks she getting one over on me? Raise the flag, bitch. Child, 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 child. Let me tell you something. When I was having my conversation with my people, I said, you remember Diana made that bitch come outside. The church, the, the royals almost did not make it after, uh, not the monarchy, but her ass. After Princess Diana got killed, baby, they, they was through with her ass. They made, they put so much pressure on Elizabeth that that bitch had to walk outside and shake their motherfucker. That bitch had to go show face. They didn't want to raise the flag. They didn't want to bring her body back. They didn't want to do nothing. They didn't want to do nothing. But they saw how much the people fucked with Diana. And that bitch had to step out it. Do you think that she finna allow this woman right here to come through and pose a goddamn threat again? No, Lord. And stop sitting up here talking about Princess, uh, I'm sorry, that Queen Elizabeth is so old. She's a lizard. She's a lizard. So she's actually in the prime of her life, okay? She gotta be at least a thousand. Okay, but I think that they don't start, you know, uh, getting fucked up till about 3,000, 3,000 years old. So she at least got 50 more sheddings before she ain't no good no more. So y'all think Queen Elizabeth over there old and decrepit and shit like that? Baby, she didn't call her second win. So uh, I'm, I'm, there's somebody in the chat that I ain't praying for Megan. Why you ain't gonna pray for her? Child, I'm praying for her. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm praying for her. I'm praying for Harry. I'm praying for the, the piece of nigga children. I'm praying for everybody. 
Because these people are not pleased, baby. They are not pleased. And I just think that, uh, I, I think everybody deserves a peace of mind. Hold on, I need to add something to my lineup. <laughs> Give me one second. One second, one second, one second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Where is this girl at? Okay. Here you go. Alright, y'all. Let me look at some of these comments. They said she's a liar. They said Megan thought uh she was a, uh or that she was an exception to the rule. I don't know what the hell she thought she was. They said Megan definitely isolated the fuck out of Harry though. Her mission was accomplished. They said the bath and body works brawl. Why is they fighting up in there? Child please. Listen, that's something else to get into, but um, I, I'm praying for him. I'm praying for him because I feel like the Catholic Church and Queen Elizabeth, I feel like that's a, 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 a huge beast within itself. And to go up against that beast, it takes a lot. And uh, the queen has a lot of resources. And, I mean, she has a whole goddamn country behind her. Regardless of if they agree with her or not, they're not going to sit up there and go against her for your ass. And they still living over there and breathing that air. They're going to they gonna be, you know, in favor of the queen. And it just is what it is. So um, I am praying for them. Because like we said. And like we know. Princess Diana ended up dead. They said they're not Catholic. Millie, they're Protestants. <sighs> Child. Let, quit letting these people tell you any motherfucking thing. They, I'm going to tell you what they is. They they wanted the damn horses of the motherfucking apocalypse. Is what the fuck they is. Demons. Is what they is. Tricks. Bitches ain't shit but holes and tricks. She is a jeweled. Free coat. That's what Queen Elizabeth is. I said it. And I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's what's going on around this bitch. They, they, uh, they said they ain't tied to no goddamn Catholicism. Yes, they is. They all demons and bitches for the devil. They all over there sucking baby dick. The Pope over there doing shit. He ain't got no business. Queen, what you know about Queen Elizabeth? What you know about her? What they told you about her? No, don't listen. Yeah, dark-sided. Dark-sided. All of it's tied into one. All of it's tied into one. So get into it. I don't believe nothing the people over there say. And uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. They said Harry ain't been pleased since his mama died. Mm-mm-mm. They said where the missing children at? See, that's what the people need to talk about. The, how the same number of children gonna missing every year. And allegedly they all did. <laughs> they said, Millie, you two finna flip on your ass. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just playing lizard. Hey, lizard Lizzie. That's what I like to call her ass, lizard Lizzie. That's about what the fuck she is. Okay. Anyway, like I said, I will be praying for Megan and Harry. Um, the different things that they touched on, per what they said they had been through. Regardless of us feeling like, hey, why didn't you expect that? Regardless of us knowing that prejudice exists there. Regardless of us feeling like, um, this is unprecedented. You know, it was gonna be a little bit of tension and shit like that. That does not make it right. So that woman not getting the proper assistance when she said that she was suicidal, that's a fucking problem. Them feeling like we're not going to give you and your husband and your child a title or security. We're going to strip you of everything because you want to live your life how you want to. That is a problem. And I can't get behind it. You know what I'm saying? So that's the bullshit. Uh, check out The Crown on Netflix. I uh, No, I will not be checking out that dead ass, tired ass show about Elizabeth dead ass and tired ass. No, thank you. No, thank you. Oh, boring ass. Uh, no, it ain't good because I watched it. I don't like it. It's boring. It looked like they set up and threw a whole bunch of baby powder on all of them hoes. They walking around with them wigs on the shit, wasting a whole bunch of money and budget. That's all I see. I don't like it. I don't like it. 
They said about the drama is good. No. They said all the diamonds they stole them from the motherland. Child. Let's go ahead and get into what happened after that, okay? So, Bethany Frankel, um, she up here backpedaling. Shout out to the Jasmine brand. So, remember, she was a former Real Housewives of New York star. And then she made, um, isn't she the one behind Skinny Bitch? I think that she is. That bitch made a boatload off that looking shit. Okay, yeah, that's her. Okay. Remember, she had like a little talk show. It didn't work out. But that bitch that made her money back. She done made her money back. So, let's go ahead and get into the shit that she was talking. She reposted uh, what somebody posted about Megan in the headlines. They was talking shit about Megan. And she said, cry me a river. The plight of being a game show host, fairly unknown actress, to suffering in a palace with tiaras and seven-figure weddings for two whole years, to being a household name with Oprah on speed dial, fetching seven million for interviews, hundreds of millions in media deals. So... Somebody said, considering what his mother endured, I think that we can at least cut Harry a break here. She said, I 100% give Harry a break. This isn't the way to generate less press and cannot be filed under the guise of wanting privacy to prevent a repeat of previous events. If you hate me for saying it here, don't listen to my podcast. Just be with Bethany. It's littered with my opinion. So Bethany was one of the people going really, really hard at uh, Harry and uh, his wife, Megan. Well, she took to Twitter. Let me go pull up her Twitter. Because after she saw the interview with Oprah and them, now she want to say, oh, my bad, basically. Let me go pull up her motherfucking words. These white people is a motherfucking mess. Come on, pull her up. Bethany Frankel. Right? What, ain't that her motherfucking name? White people showing up behind some ugly ass names. Does anybody know Bethany's front? Beth, hold on. Let me just Google her ass. Shout out to TMZ. They posted it. So, what she said was, I watched Megan and Harry sit down. Emotional distress and racism must feel suffocating and powerless. I'm a polarizing, unfiltered, often to a fault, flawed person with a voice. When I heard the interview during a pandemic, it felt like a surprising choice. I'm sorry if it hurt or offended you. You know what? <laughs> Bethany, fuck you. Fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you again. Somebody telling you uh, their truth should not be the reason why you say, you know what? You are human. Absolutely the fuck not. Fuck you. Let me tell you something. When I get up here before y'all as a flawed human being, you know what I'm saying, with a platform, you know, and a big voice and influence, I said exactly what the fuck I wanted to say. Exactly what the fuck I wanted to say. Because I'm not pulling shit out of my ass. Because I'm commenting on what I feel like I've seen from you. I'm telling you what I feel like my truth is. That's how I feel about that. It ain't never with no intentions of you harming yourself or trying to tell you down. And I know that. God knows that. So when I say what I say, bitch, I be just fine. Y'all think I be sleeping, tossing, and turning? Bitch, I sleep like a messy ass baby. Sure do. Sure do. I be just fine. Because it's about the intention. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't ever be trying to be ugly to a bitch or, you know what I'm saying? Nothing like that. So, if somebody that I've done commentary on went and did an interview and they talked about the different things that were going on, it wouldn't make me, no, never mind. It wouldn't, it wouldn't change nothing that I said. It wouldn't make me feel like, 
Oh, damn. I'm so sorry I said that because you was going through this and that. We should practice treating humans like humans even while we're giving our opinion. And that's why I try my best even when I'm talking my shit to offer up something. Oh, I felt like it should have been like this. Oh, I felt like this wouldn't be the goddamn reception if you had did it like this. This is why I feel like we got this type of, you know, feeling towards you. So if that's where you coming from, then what, what the fuck this came from? So I, I can't never feel bad about what the fuck somebody's truth is once they finally come out and decide to talk about it, bitch. Because I wasn't coming at you with no malice. It is what it is. They said she called herself polarizing. It's always different when, when, you, when you bring it up yourself and when you dub yourself. Okay? The people's supposed to give it to you. But I feel like Bethany, um, I feel like Bethany wants attention. I feel like Bethany knows what everybody knew. That people like her and Pierce Morgan were going to get a lot of flack because they had been riding that girl goddamn back. Y'all been riding that girl back and talking about her like a dog for how long? And y'all already knew once that interview aired, everybody was going to be on y'all ass. So how convenient that you come out immediately acting like you didn't just reflect it. Y'all knew that that girl been going through hell. They've been chronicling that shit. Girl, going on. Let's go ahead and get into this. Shout out to T-Serve Code. Um... T-Serve Cole said, I woke up to these black queens calling out Piers Morgan's racist enabling ways. Let's check it out. Yeah. Conversation may, we don't know who the conversation was with or the context, but what you're saying is any context in which that kind of conversation happened is automatically racist. If you are working against the backdrop of non-stop star, it doesn't take one That's straw. That's my girl, Trisha. You know, and it takes one straw to break the camera. She used to have a show and for a little bit. what gets me is why... Why is everybody else such an expert about racism against black people? I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry, Ooh. Piers. I, you don't get to call out what is and isn't racism against black people. You can call out all the other stuff. I'll leave you to call out all the other stuff you want. But leave okay. the racism stuff to us, I eh? Think, okay. I... <laughs> Hold on. Eh? Aye, aye, matey. She used to have a television show. Uh, it used to come on after Put the Cheese on a Cracker. If you don't know where, where that comes from, it comes from uh, Bill Cunningham. Bill Cunningham was sitting up there looking like a botched-ass Chucky doll up in everybody's goddamn business. I'm talking about he would be down on his knees. So are you telling me that your grandmother's a hoe? Is that what you're saying? Put the cheese on a cracker. Put the cheese on a cracker. Have y'all seen Bill Cunningham? Bill Cunningham used to have me tickled in a bitch. So when we say put the cheese on a cracker, baby, that comes from the Bill Cunningham show. Because that, that show was so ghetto fabulous. I loved it. I loved it. Well, Trisha, Trisha got it right here. When his show first came out, they gave her a slot as well. The problem was, we want, we want Ratchet TV love. She was sitting up there just like this. You know, just very astute and very well-spoken and, and calm and shit like that. And she was really trying to rehabilitate these people. Baby, they was trying to get a free round-trip, you know, ticket and some goddamn chicken and, and lobster in the green room. Baby, they ain't trying to get no damn help. Now, you know better than that. You know better than that. So, that that's what she fucked up at. She was really actually trying to help people on daytime television, child. God bless her heart. But, uh, shout out to her. I like her. I like her. But I, I already know why it didn't work. Okay? <laughs> Let's continue on. What about the behavior of Harry and Meghan who are spray-gunning his family on global television as Philip lies in hospital? You might laugh. I don't think it's no. funny. I think it's piling no, hurt, think it's hurt on the Queen Morgan. who is already what suffering greatly from her husband's I illness. I respond to that. What I don't think is funny. I'll tell you what I don't think is funny. 
is the fact that you are such a disappointment. I wish to God one day you would even surprise me. You constant you constantly use your platform as a wealthy white privileged man with power influence to oh, what a load and nonsense, Oh, and, and then he wants to try to stop her from speaking. Oh, what a load of nonsense. No, it's not a load of fucking nonsense. And it's not goddamn rubbish, Pierce. It's not. This is what you do. Yeah, read his ass. Honestly. What a load of race-baiting race nonsense. Race-baiting. What a load of race-baiting you doing nonsense. so shamelessly? We have done That's more, we have done more on racial issues on this show than any other so show on television. You're talking... Girl. Charlotte, you, you can keep shouting. You that royal family has any racist undertone or actions against the first biracial, but simply because you're in love with a queen? No, you I, think, I think what you're doing now... You okay. queen, but you should be able to call out actions done by the royal family when they've got it wrong. Yeah, I'm That's not going to let you trash the queen. Sorry. Fuck you, Pierce. Fuck you and the queen, bitch. I will not be getting invited to Pierce Morgan's show because you're going to be mad at me when I tell you to fuck that old bitch and fuck you too. That, that's how I'm coming straight like that. I, I don't... I'm not even engaging in conversations with particular people. Pierce Morgan can't get my motherfucking time. Do y'all know how our black people, they'll go on CNN and MSNBC and they be sitting up with these damn white people going back and forth trying to trying to prove a point and trying to tell them how we feel and shit like that? Bitch, you can miss me with that shit. I don't give a damn how pivotal y'all ever feel like I am. It's certain people that ain't gonna get my motherfucking time because, bitch, you don't deserve it. I, I already know who you are. I already know how you feel. What the fuck I need to sit down with you for? Every audience ain't the best audience. You know what I'm saying? So if it's if it's just about coming over here so people can see me on your platform, bitch, I don't need that. I don't need that. Baby, I am so sick and tired of this situation with Sukiana and um Kayla B. So real quick, real quick, Kayla has gone radio silent. And I definitely want to make a note of that. Ever since, in my opinion, Kayla got embarrassed by was it who was it Cuban? Who was it? Who was baby girl? They was tossing each other. They had a tussle outside. Kayla, Kayla talked like Billy Badass. She was supposed to go out there and dog walk that hoe. And she did not. She did not. I'm not going to say Kayla got just beat the fuck up. Because it wasn't even no fucking fight. They was out there tussling. With that being said, I think that Kayla got embarrassed when that shit happened. Because, bitch, you was supposed to step. You acting like you a certified killer, bitch. That hoe wasn't supposed to get nothing on you. You was out there naturally pulling hair. And windmilling and shit. So wasn't nobody impressed. And you do win some, you lose some. But bitch, you ain't even square upright. So everybody was looking like, what the fuck is this? If you notice, Kayla had all that energy. Let's meet outside. Let's do all of this and that for Cuban. Well, Sukiana, she didn't like something Sukiana said about her raggedy ass tattoo of her brother. And so she was like, basically, let's fight Suki. She thought Suki wasn't going to answer her. Because Suki ain't say nothing, you know, right away. Suki came back and she was like, yeah, we can fight. She put her, her manager information in the comments. If Let's do a celebrity boxing match. Let's do it. Go ahead, hit up my people. So then Suki started asking, okay, well, what's up? You've been all on social media, running your mouth. We can do the fight. So what's up? That's when Kayla got online. I'm not fighting in no ring. I, I blow my nose with $60,000. I, I don't need that. You know, I see you when I see you. I can catch. Girl, what are you talking about? What if, if, you, if you feel like you can easily whoop her ass, and you feel like you blow your nose with $60, 
then um sixty thousand dollars bitch sixty dollars probably more like it but sixty thousand dollars then that's easy money then you could go pop pop go ahead get your money going about your business you don't want to do it so now here goes suki out in the club last night let's listen to what suki said <laughs> Okay, so you can hear her saying, you know, oh, I got I got $60,000 on it. Go ahead and put them up, put your gloves on, and let's go ahead and fight. Let, let's just grow up, please. Let's just grow up. Kayla is a loser. That's what she is. Kayla is a loser brother fucker, okay, allegedly. And so she's a weirdo. We cannot expect anything from her because obviously she's retarded because you're not supposed to fuck your brother and lust after your brother. Okay, you're not supposed to do that. Like, I just want to always start there. I just want to always start there. The people are wondering who the celebrity is in the celebrity boxing match. That is a fair question. Okay, um, Kayla attaches herself to anything that she can. Kayla wants to be in the fucking spotlight. Uh, Kayla, she likes all of that shit. Kayla don't care if it's good attention, bad attention, or whatever else. As long as somebody is saying her name, she feels validated. And that's why I don't be giving her no fucking attention. What, because what, what does she do? At, at the end of the day, y'all can feel how y'all want to feel about uh, Sukiana. But Sukiana has put out music. Sukiana has been on reality television. Sukiana does do appearances. Sukiana was featured in some big name um, music videos and stuff like that. Sukiana does work. I do understand. I saw somebody saying, we use the word celebrity so loosely. I agree with you. I agree with you. They let everybody call themselves a celebrity. Like, the, the, the reality TV truffle butter i mean it's just absolutely ridiculous and that's what y'all y'all are basically truffle butter that's that's what y'all ass is the little piece of shit that come out after you didn't got fucked in the ass that that's what you all got you know y'all are not a list are they are they uh what do what do we and i don't even say influencers because they ain't influencing shit what do we want to call them I don't consider reality TV stars and, sh and everybody from that arena to be a, a celebrity. For example, let's take a look at on-site. Let's, let's take a look at on-site right now. Let's take a look at these six different uh, squares right here. We got this unknown assailant with her titties out with a chest piece. She's going to hell. Uh, let's see. This is Suki right here. We got Scissor right here. Rihanna with her people. Halle Berry and Ra'ali. Rihanna, for example... And SZA, that's a particular type of celebrity. I consider them celebrities, but they're musical celebrities. So are they a different type of celebrity versus uh, Halle Berry? Yes. But are they on the same level as Suki? No. But that's because of what they've accomplished and uh, who they cater to. And I feel like how big their teams are, how big their market is, and stuff like that. So Sukiana is not the same type of celebrity as SZA and uh, Rihanna, even though she's a musician and shit like that. Riley is from reality television. Riley uh, is not the type of celebrity that Halle Berry is. Riley is not the type of celebrity that uh, Rihanna and them are. You know what I mean? It's just different. It's different. I definitely think that there are levels to this shit. So I feel like when you think about a Suki um, public figure, I think that's a that's a that's a good fair term. That's a fair term. Santana, public figure. The City Girls, public figures. They're not celebrities to me. You, when I think a celebrity, a celebrity to me, bitch, is A-list. A star. That's what I'm talking about. These are the recognizable fucking faces. It are just that. Recognizable faces. Holla at me when you're making some real commercial noise. 
You know, let's be fair. I think that Cardi B broke out of that box of being a public figure. That is a celebrity. Megan Thee Stallion is a celebrity. To me, Erica Banks is not a celebrity. She's a public figure. Like, you, baby, it's levels to this shit. And I definitely feel like, like those levels are created based on how big your audience is and who in the fuck is exposed to you. So it's just different. They said the celebrity girls definitely celebrities. Oh, the city girls are celebrities. Oh, really? Go tell the industry. Shit, you could have fooled me. You, you could have fooled me with the way them damn albums was doing. And in the way they be in the industry, just because you have notoriety, and that does not mean that you a goddamn celebrity. So literally, like, come on now. Uh-uh, they are not celebrities, bitch. They are not well-known. Just because you know them and, and per your, your neighborhood and on your Instagram, that does not mean that they are fucking celebrities. These are not, like, top-notch A-list stars. No, the fuck they're not. No, they're not. They are recognizable. They do make their money and all that shit like that. And nobody's shitting on nobody. You know, we just got to be honest. These ain't no A-list-ass motherfucking stars. If them hoes was gone tomorrow, wouldn't nobody blink? Wouldn't nobody care? They're popular. But see, that's why y'all be getting so much shit confused. Because y'all be putting 20 on 10. They said celebrated, but not celebrities. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> they said it's Remy Ma celebrity. <laughs> I washed up one. <laughs> that was too easy. Go on with that bullshit. Go on with that bullshit. Anybody got time for your games, bitch? <laughs> Let me back for somebody. Y'all playing. Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded by the people for the people. So you going to invest in a nigga or what? Do y'all remember what Drake Daddy said? I'm where I'm at and that's that on that. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, be quiet. Dennis is a fool, bitch. Dennis is an old player, an old pimp. What the fuck you mean? What? What? He said, where I'm at, and that's that on that. Now, let's get into Oprah. You know Oprah and Gail, they be sitting up somewhere looking like they want to lick each other pussy for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Shout out to the Jasmine brand. They were sitting up there. I, I already told y'all, Oprah, I do not like these damn glasses. Every time I see Oprah, I want to ask her if she done found the lost city. Girl, what is you doing? I feel like she got she got specks of gold in her back pocket. I feel like uh, she know all of the secret recipes and shit like that. She know where the hieroglyphics came from. She looked like a fucking explorer. That's what she looked like. She need to go get a different type of frame. Them goggle lenses is not doing it, boo. And that's how I feel. So she pisses me off every time I see her these days. And like I said, my granny said that it's not all her hair. She be heaping on top of her motherfucking head. So I'm sick of that as well. I'm sick of Oprah getting up here, throwing them damn wigs on, brushing the front of her hair back, and putting on them goggles and telling me stuff. I just need her to, to really tone it down a little bit. So she's sitting up here with thick hair having ass gal. They always sitting up somewhere with a motherfucking helmet, okay, tossing it around, talking about the shit. So Oprah talking about it wasn't Prince Harry's grandmother or grandfather that, uh, that discussed Archie's skin color. Archie is the baby. Why they name that baby Archie? Child, they don't know. But they saying it wasn't the queen or the prince that said anything. Now she trying to backtrack. Nah, don't don't try to backtrack now, Oprah. 
did. Let, let's talk about, wait, the jaw-dropping moment, the first one, about the color of the baby's yeah. skin. And you, you asked mm -hmm. Harry about it when he came out. He did not tell you who it was. Do you, did you all have another conversation about it? Because that was something that, mm -hmm. there's a big guessing game all around the world. I ain't guessing. Who was it, who was it, who was it? And I thought it was very touching that Harry still is choosing to protect the identity of whoever that was. We are, come on now. Yes, and he did not share the identity with me, but he wanted to make sure that I knew, and if I had an opportunity to share it, that it was not his grandmother, mother, nor his grandfather that were a part of those how do y'all feel about that? How do y'all feel about that? Now, Prince Harry has always said that he's had a good relationship with his grandmother, being the queen. I definitely feel like the, that she does have a good relationship with the two boys. I definitely think that she loves them. I do not believe that she didn't say it. And that's just how I feel. When Harry says, if you get the chance, can you let everybody know that it wasn't her or him? I think that's to protect Megan. I think he knows better. I think he knows better than to accuse the queen of anything outright like that. He can imply all this different shit all he wants to. But the, the fact that, you know, he would make it a point to say, if you can, let them know it wasn't them. Who y'all think it was then? I think it was all of them. I think it was his brother. I think it was the daddy. I think it was uh, the grandma. I think it was the whole goddamn royal court. Whoever had the... Think about it. First of all, it can only be particular people because uh, the, the nigga opening your car door, he is not going to let it slip up by his motherfucking mouth that your child might be too dark. So who had the balls to even say some shit like that? That, that eliminates a lot of people right there. We ain't got to play no big-ass guessing game. They say all of the lizards. Exactly. It ain't, this ain't America. So it can't be no just anybody that would have told that man, Oh, yeah, yo, shit, how dark your baby gonna be? Nah, this somebody with some motherfucking standing that said it. Somebody who could say it, knowing there wouldn't be no damn repercussions. So, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I, I think that um maybe the queen has been more, what, 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 what? Maybe she has coddled Harry a little bit more. Maybe she hasn't been as brash with him. But if you expect me to believe that she ain't said some shit like that, bitch, then you crazier than me. Yeah, she said it. That's the, look, Buddha always said, help, don't talk like that. Okay? Yeah, I think she said it. I think they all had that conversation. That's what I think. But I think that he knows better than to accuse her of it. So he wants to get that shit cleared up. And what did Oprah do? Got her ass right up and said it. Got up with Gail and said it. Shout out. That it was not his grandmother and Prince Philip, he said? Yeah, was not his grandfather. Neither his grand, grand, grandmother nor grandfather were a part of those conversations. He did okay. not tell me who were a part of those conversations. Right. As you can see, I tried to get that answer yeah. Yeah. Uh, on camera and off. Okay. And so Oprah said, listen, I tried. I tried. He didn't tell me who it was, but he did say it wasn't them. So, eh, okay. That is what it is. Let's go ahead and get into something that happened once that interview was over with. Because I was sitting up like, What? And y'all sent this to me, and I'm looking like, huh? So, check this shit out. Kyle of the Neighborhood Talk made this post on his personal page, right? It says, this Megan interview didn't inspire me, child. Y'all wait until I get a little more recognition, and I promise I'm going to tell my story. The lies, all the text messages, will see the light of day soon. I kept it all. In his caption, he said, I think that's honestly how I'm going to close this chapter of my life because I definitely took the bullets for multiple lives. 
especially the one having people think that I like negative comments about old girl when it was you. And y'all buddy buddy now, I'ma air it out all soon enough. My story will be told. <sighs> Kyle, what's what's laughable is the fact that you think you have a chapter to close. Baby, that book has been on the shelf. I mean that that's comical. <laughs> the fuck? No one cares. No one cares. No one cares. Is it an interesting topic? Like, is it interesting that you used to work for the biggest urban blog on Instagram? You're no longer employed by them and you started your own blog because they say that you uh, were... If y'all don't remember, it was a rumor that Kyle was running that so bold. And we know that that's not true. It was a rumor that Kyle was um, running that so bold and that he was over there trashing Cardi and liking comments and talking about her. I don't know all of the particulars, but then he ended up, I don't know if he walked away or if he got fired. All I know is he was no longer affiliated with Shade Room and started up his own blog. There was always a lot of tension, I feel like, because Kyle felt slighted. Okay? And then when Cardi popped up with Angie and it was cool again, Kyle did go online and subtweet. Uh-huh. Like, oh, really? But here go my whole thing. You have posted Cardi. So what the fuck you look like? At the end of the day, at the end of the day, what's laughable to me is the fact that you sat up and told me I didn't been there, done that. But you don't even feel like you've done enough to tell your own fucking truth. When you when you get a little more recognition, you're going to tell your story. So it's not about your story then. It's not about your truth. It's not about you feeling vindicated based on the facts that you have. It's about how many people hear what you have to say. That's where you lose me at. If this was a situation where, listen, this is important to me. And I just want people to know the truth, my truth. Then that would be one thing. That would be one thing. But it's for you, it's always got to be about who's watching. Because it's always what I told y'all. I feel like Kyle want to be a celebrity. Kyle wants to be the people that he talks about. Have you noticed his tone? Thank you. When, when he feels like people don't like him. Uh, you know, he feels very slighted if one of these celebrities says something to him. You remember how he felt because Lala didn't do something for him? Oh, I lost my Instagram. I know you got connections because you know Kim K, the entitlement that he feels. I I mean, they said Sukiyana. Y'all have seen it. Y'all have seen it. I have always said Kyle is good at what he does, but he needs to play a background role because he always allows his feelings to come to the forefront and fuck up business opportunities. It always comes off like a whiny ass bitch. That's how I come off. Hell, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And let's talk about it. This ain't no good look for you. We three, four years past the shit. And you sitting up here, this ain't blackmail or extortion. But to be hanging this over Angie's head, like, oh, I got the messages, and I'm going to reveal the messages, and, and I'm going to show everybody that you was the one who did this, and you was the one who did that. Let me tell you why you played yourself. Let me tell you why you played yourself and why this is irrelevant. Because they've already moved forward. They've already moved forward. Regardless of if Cardi becomes aware of the fact. And first of all, you don't even know what kind of conversation they had. So I don't even think it was smart for you to put out your whole damn game plan like this. Because we know that this is your game plan. You didn't came out here and told everybody what you have. If I was the shade room, bitch, I posted myself. Bitch, you're not, you're not finna sit up here and be trying to hang nothing over my motherfucking head. Babe, I'll go post in my damn self. I will go post whatever messages you feel like you, I'll go post them. I'll show Cardi, bitch, I like, but a nigga like me would have told her it was me. I wouldn't have put that, because that's just the type of bitch I, you can know I said it, what you gonna do? But be mad, ho. So I wouldn't have cared, but 
if the shade room made it seem like uh it was you and it was them at this point do you really think that cardi or anybody else cares do you do you do you want to have a relationship with cardi because it seems like you do you are upset that the shade room and cardi have moved on when you need to be worried about what your brand is doing why are you so invested in them this the same one got mad at me because I was paying attention to what the fuck he was doing and I called it out. But the shade room can't make a step without you putting in your damn two cents and whining like a little bitch. Shut up. Now y'all want to be all buddy buddy and, and I'm going to air it all out. And you know what you're going to look like when you air it out? You're going to look like a punk ass nigga. And it ain't right. It ain't right that when a nigga come out and say something to do But you are dealing with women. So when it's all said and done, you're going to look like an over-emotional punk-ass nigga when you call yourself exposing some shit on Angie and whoever else. That's what you're going to look like. Okay? No one cares. No one cares. And if when you make a step, baby, that step needs to speak for itself. Just do it. Getting up here, outlining A through Z, everything you plan on doing and shit like that, I think that's to a fault. And like I said, I don't, I don't think Angie even cares enough. But if she did... I'll expose all this shit myself. But what you don't know is what they may have discussed already. Baby, they may be well aware. It may be a situation where nobody cares. Nobody cares. Let me tell you something about Bel Calise. Bel Calise don't give a fuck who said it. When Cardi accused somebody of something, you could put the proof right in front of her motherfucking face. That hoe ain't gonna say she was wrong. So do I think that Cardi knows that it wasn't true? Yeah, I, I really do. I really do. I, listen. Cardi already knows that you weren't behind uh, that so bold. Did you get a fucking apology? She don't give a fuck. Do I think that Cardi knows that it wasn't you? That was doing all of that shit up against her from the shade room? Yeah, but she needed somebody to blame. She always needs somebody to blame. She chose you. And that's just the way that the cookie crumbled. So, in you trying to prove a point, I'm just trying to figure out who in the fuck you trying to prove it to. Angie don't care. Uh, Cardi don't care. The public still comes to your page in terms of the neighborhood talk. It does well with engagement. The shade room does what it does. So I just think that sleeping dogs need the lie. That's what I think. I think that this does him a disservice more than anything else in the world. I really do. I really do. Ain't nothing like somebody bringing up some old dead ass tire shit. And furthermore, this story ain't even juicy. This is literally about somebody liking posts and a celebrity feeling like you're targeting me. Ain't no private text messages. Ain't, ain't no, you know what I'm saying, secret pictures. Or ain't nothing like, like this ain't even, you know what I'm saying, this, this ain't even no deep shit. So if you, exact, they say he feels wrong and he needs to feel validated. Exactly. exactly. He needs to feel like people are on his side. But that's one of his problems. That's one of his problems. And I have always been able to pinpoint it because I've always seen it in him. And he's spoken about it before. How he came up feeling like he was living a lie. And when you when you don't live in your own truth, you got to figure out who you are. You can tell that Kyle don't know who he is yet. So he be trying to boss up or step up or have a particular type of energy. And you can see it don't even suit him. But nigga, that ain't even you. Kyle, in my opinion, from what I've seen, he don't know who he is yet. And that's why I think everything be so up and down and it be so much emotion in the shit. And he be so damn attached. You got somebody with stars in their eyes in, in a very... um delicate position because he ain't the everyday person he does have relationships and shit with people he is a nice looking man you know what i'm saying he does have a popular blog you know what i mean 
But then whatever else that comes with him and that baggage and them insecurities and all that other shit, that shit weighs him the fuck down. Kyle, if he wanted to be a celebrity, baby, he should have never, he should have never showed his face as being the owner of the neighborhood talk. He should have been a background ass nigga and he should have just had the blog posting him. How the shade room make a star? You could have had your blog make you a motherfucking star. You didn't play your cards right. It is what it is. So, like, this, this shit is ridiculous. This shit is, is ridiculous. This shit is ridiculous. So, I just think that people get real sick of it. it. Exactly. And he is very entitled. It was disturbing to me that he felt like Lala, just because she knew the Kardashians, that meant that she had a connection with Instagram and she was supposed to get his fucking Instagram back. You're like, who? Like, what? Because I did this for you. See, you one of them types. You one of them I count favors. You don't do shit from your heart. But see, he always doing shit for show. The same way it ain't about his truth necessarily. It's about when I feel like I done got up there enough, I'm going to tell y'all. When I get a little bit more recognition, I'm going to tell you. How many shows you done been on saying what happened to you with the shade room? How many shows has he been on? 511. How many times he done talked about it? 511. We already know. You said it wasn't true. When you sit up here and say, oh, y'all buddy, buddy now, but you was the one like in the post. I got the messages. We already know who you talking about. We already know. So, tired. Tired and through. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. So, even if, even if he come up with a message, if he come up with a message from Angie that say, fuck Cardi B, and you put it on your blog, guess what we gonna do? We're going to look at it and keep on fucking pushing. It doesn't matter. Because they had vitro for each other. They didn't like each other. Everything was all up in the air anyway. A lot of shit was said and done during that time. They have gotten over it. They have moved forward. Now we got money on the table. Bitch, they doing promo. They not posting negative shit about her. Bitch, that deal is done. So you coming up saying it, guess what's going to happen? Guess what's going to happen? Because the shade room is the bigger system and the bigger platform, what are they going to do? If they decide to even acknowledge you, which they probably wouldn't. But if they did, all they got to do is paint a picture a particular type of way. That's all they got to do. All Cardi got to do is say, man, that nigga lying. All Cardi, you know what I'm saying? All they got to do is say one motherfucking thing to make it look like you ain't, ain't telling the truth. Or make it look like it ain't what the fuck you said. Or what, then what you going to do? You going to have a fit. You going to do this and that. Like, you're going to look dumb. Just leave it alone. And whatever you felt like you needed to do, you should have did that shit then. You should have did it then. It should have... You know what should have happened? You should have exposed all of that shit when it went down. And then you should have said, but you know what? I'm going to do this. When somebody take the bullet for something, bitch, they don't turn around and say, tell me, thank you. Real soldiers take that shit and they keep it pushing. But that's how we already know you ain't one of them type of steppers. I took the bullet for a lot of shit. I ain't speak on it. Then that ain't what you wanted to do. Whatever I did, because that's what I chose to do for whoever. That, that, that was just that. You know what I'm saying? So it, it just be seeming like Kyle got to get something in return or he got to feel like he going to get something down the line. You know what I'm saying? To be a part of it or to act like, you know, his heart is in it. And, and that shit lame. That shit lame. And he got a lot of growing to do. And I feel like he won't get, you know, to where he wants to get to until he realizes these different things about himself. And he be mad when a nigga like me said, but I ain't about to lie to you and play with you. I'm a, yeah, see, here got the whole point. You call yourself not liking what the fuck I say, but I'm going to tell you what the fuck them hoes be saying about you in them group chats to your face. I'll let you hear what I said because I ain't, I ain't scared. 
Oh, Millie said whatever. Y'all be in y'all pussy ass group chats talking shit about people. If people can see into y'all phones and get y'all real opinions, bitch, y'all be saying exactly what the fuck I'm saying. But I'm going to get on the mic and I'm going to let them know that I, there's a name and a face to what the fuck I said. Oh, well, who cares? So, bitch, I don't be saying nothing outlandish the fuck. I be saying exactly how the fuck people be feeling. The shit that we really be talking about. That's why I'm the voice of the people. You you sitting up acting like all this shit foreign to you. Now you just mad because I'm saying it and you can see who agrees. The same way when all of that shit went down with me and Kyle. Because he let them people put a battery in his motherfucking back. And he, uh, he let them people pump him up in the comments. Then let's talk now on the phone. Let's talk. See, you can pump a nigga up like that because he ain't got no sense of self. You can't, put no, you can't come tell me anything and I'm on 10. Like, oh, what, what? Let me go jump out the window head first. But Kyle does shit like that. We done seen him do it too many motherfucking times. So if Kyle really had listened, he could have been a way more player-ass nigga than what the fuck he is now. Sorry like that. You don't like it. You don't like it, but it is what it is. Like, you did not have to go out like this. Because now, whenever anybody be bringing up Kyle, bitch, they be saying he a bitch-ass nigga. Literally, that's, that's what the streets say. The streets say Kyle is a bitch-ass nigga. They like his blog, but he a bitch-ass nigga. Child, mm-mm. Wouldn't be me. Let me beg for money. More money, more money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded by the people, for the people. So you gonna invest in a nigga or what? All right, you guys. Yeah. And and let me tell you something. I told y'all before. Do y'all remember? Do y'all remember? I'm, I'm going to show you how God works. Let me go back to the post so y'all can look at it. He said, y'all wait till I get a little bit more recognition. Do y'all remember when Kyle called himself making a list of popular YouTubers? Do y'all remember that? Do y'all remember the tone of it in the comments? Because y'all remember he didn't post my radio. He didn't want to give my radio recognition. But see, that's the same type of nigga feeling like he don't even have enough. Look, look at these niggas. Look at these niggas. Ah! Look at these niggas. <laughs> that, that nigga act like he ain't want to recognize me. Whole time, whole time he over here feeling unrecognized. Nigga ain't even recognized enough to feel like he can tell his own goddamn truth. That's why you can't be offended. That's why you got to consider your source. You got to consider your source when you call yourself being offended. Because, I mean, who cares? Who cares? You know, people call themselves being spiteful. People call themselves trying to stunt on you like you ain't this and you ain't that. You know what I'm saying? Um, That's crazy. Th this shit be crazy. This shit just really... It's, it's so much shit that I could say. But it would just... It ain't worth the back end. I'll put it like that. <laughs> it's so much shit I could say. But it really ain't even worth the back end. Because cause it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's been so many people that's been talk they shit about different moves that I've made that they didn't agree with. Who didn't understand my vision. And who don't understand business. Who don't understand how you, how you should move. Who don't understand that it ain't going to be a dollar in everything. Who don't understand that relationships are worth more than any type of money you could put on some shit. Who just don't understand. You know what I'm saying? And to be in a, a great position right now. And to not be complaining about what I'm compensated for. You know, from the different platforms that I fuck with. And shit like that. You know, to to absolutely. You know what I'm saying? To absolutely be a titan in this field. I mean, 
it's crazy the the shit that people have said to only be sitting up you know what i'm saying feeling like this and running here and there trying to get a little coin here trying to get a little trying to trying to oh, oh, let me go here let me go there oh i don't feel like i'm recognized enough oh i can't tell my truth guess what guess what guess what guess what that motherfucking top if i i already knew we was them niggas but bitch when we trended in like in the fucking united states on twitter top five top five top five before they took it down bitch bitch they can't tell me shit <laughs> these hoes can't tell me shit bitch yeah we them boys period woke up and within the hour bitch was trending on twitter mob radio can't clout chase tell them hoes tell them hoes they say kyle be stealing from glock topics <laughs> Uh, tell them hoes that mob can't tr can't try to get clout off nobody. We are the clout. Mob brain supreme is what the fuck was trending. That that wasn't attached to nothing but mob. In the United States, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that 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 that's when you know. That's when you know. Have any of y'all trended? Can any of can any other people that feel like they bigger than mob radio? Can y'all get online on any one of y'all platforms and say, hey, let's go trend. And within the hour, you can be trending by the thousands. I ain't say top ten. I said top five. And that shit would have went up some if they ain't pull it. They pulled it acting like it was spam. Within 30 minutes, we was top five in all of the United States on a whim. You pussy hoes could never. These hoes, bitch, let's talk about influence. <laughs> bitch, can't nobody tell me shit. Bitch, I done won my Oscar. Bitch, we was trending on Twitter. Let me run the intro again so y'all can see it. I mean, when they see me, they know that every day when I'm breathing, it's, it's, it's for us to go farther, you know? Every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That ain't that what we're supposed to do. I know if I keep talking about how dirty it is out here, somebody gonna clean it up. You are listening to Milagro, baby. Milagro Grams. International Nino. Mia. Nigga Millie. Okay, so towards the end of that intro, you see, and I had to incorporate that there. Um, top five, all of the United States of America, over 10,000 motherfucking tweets within an hour. My brain supreme, my brain supreme, and you can go check it out. Everybody ain't getting love like that. Let's talk about it. And I said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Nigga, I have seen celebrities that before a co-sign from a major celebrity, them hoes barely had 200, 300 people on their Instagram live. I can get up on Instagram live with no motherfucking face and be sitting with 500, 600 people. Shadow ban with no notifications sitting out. Like, these hoes is not fucking with the influence in real life. They can say what they want to. Say what they want to. But, bitch, when it's time to step and talk about it, bitch, we already know who everybody plugged into. I got the biggest blog in, in fucking entertainment, the biggest urban blog in my motherfucking comments talking about I'm fire. Bitch, get out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, go take a look. Go take a look. <clears throat> go take a look. Go go take a look at who in the fuck follow me. Go see who plugged in the big Nino. Yeah, might drop a mixtape just for fun with the, with these producer niggas. Just 
just for no reason. <laughs> they say I got a rapper voice. <laughs> oh, I can naturally do whatever the fuck I want. That said, you can entertain us for five to six hours. Most people can't do that. A lot of people can't do that. Because they got the gift of gab. Bitch and I am gab. This you See, the popular table, it got seats at it. But everybody ass don't fit in the seat. They mad because the seat was called out for my flat ass booty. Oh, well. Oh, well. It, it, it be the engagement and the influence for me. Let's really talk about who got it. We already know what's up. They said I DM'd you about promo. Boy, you sent it. For everybody uh, that's the email me something, I got to get back to some people about promo. My shit had got backed up. My baby Kelly, uh, Tropic Fit, I am going to get back to you. Uh, there, let me know where you sent it. Y'all know that was uh, disabling my motherfucking Instagram. It's so many messages just that piled up that when it got uh, reactivated, people started sending shit. Baby, my DMs everywhere look a motherfucking fool. Okay? A fool, bitch. So let me know. Let me know. They said the listening party is only for subs down bad. Now, ain't nobody down bad because your ass should have been up. Your ass should have been up. It's $5 if you want to get into it. It can't go on YouTube because we're playing music. Cushy said, check your P.O. box for your picture on Wednesday. Spell that again for me, baby. I love you. But I'll, I'll check it. I'll get my people to go check it. But, um, yeah. Yeah. That said, drop the email, too. Yeah. Let me know. Let me know. Because it just be all kind of shit in my damn DMs. And, and shit, you got to understand, people are constantly sending messages. So shit gets pushed down, pushed down, pushed down. So even when I, even if I go answer 100 DMs, it's like I didn't even touch the shit. I don't even know, even on my backup page, bitch, I got 99 plus motherfucking requests. Not even just regular messages, requests. Like, the shit be going up. You know, um, so yeah, let me know. If you feel like baby girl's gift comes on, uh, comes today. Okay, okay, we're gonna get it checked. We're gonna get it checked. Thank you so much to anybody that sent baby girl anything. Um, they said she spelled Wednesday wrong and then fucked around and spelled it wrong again. God bless the child. They said, Millie, can I get a shout out on Friday for my birthday? Of course you can. Paraphernalia, you know, you can hit me up in the DM. Make sure that you remind me, okay? We can absolutely do that. I'm one of those people that learn how to spell things by literally sounding it out. So Wednesday, 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 Wednesday. Anybody need help with that? Do I have a Patreon? No, ma'am. Wednesday. Y'all got it? Y'all got it? They said Massachusetts. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Normandy. <laughs> what else I be fucking up? Run it. I don't give a shit. You know what the fuck I meant. Drop it. What else I be fucking up so I can fuck it up again? Who you talking to? Like I'm supposed to give a damn. Cause y'all make bitch they been making for the hot top since I was a child. They said, why you talk like that? I say talk like what? They said, why you say paper? Bitch, what is it called? The fuck? <laughs> bitch, get up the fuck out of my face, bitch. Like, okay, stock passe. Oh, now y'all wanna put all you R-A-L. Really? They said anything patois. Anything. They said McLeo. Bitch, y'all really gonna take it there? Y'all really gonna put everything I can't say? And fill up the chat? 
They put Carisha, Rural, bitch, Massachusetts, Heron, Arab. They putting Roman numerals. Sac passe. What? <laughs> Millie is an articulate cultural icon. I live. <laughs> And that's so EXCLA. Bitch, what's that? What? Man. Fuck Claudia. But anyway, let's go ahead and get into some more shit. So if y'all were at the listening party, uh, when we gonna do some more prank calls, when y'all send them on time with all of the informa- uh, information that my agency requires, y'all be sending a number and some sick ass shit. Call my daddy and tell him mama died on the freeway. Bitch, that is not a prank call. That is terrorizing people. Like, y'all, y'all be doing the fool. Call, call my boyfriend and tell him I ain't never loved him. I'm fucking his best friend. Bitch, why would I do that? Like, come on now. Come on now. That's that affidavit. Bitch, let's get into some more shit. But send me the information. <laughs> and we can definitely do some prank calls. Let's get back to it, you guys. We are at the two-hour mark. I got to speed it up before this shit can't go on YouTube. So, Bruno Mars, shout out to the Jasmine brand. He denies appropriating black culture. He said, the music comes from love. If you can't hear that, then I don't know what to tell you. Let's go ahead and get into this clip from the Breakfast Club interview that he did with um, Silk Sonic is comprised of uh, him and Anderson Pop. And then, of course, you know, they have the full band and everything like that. But it's them coming together to um, collaborate. And um, let me do all of y'all a favor and tell y'all that Leave the Door Open is quintessential Bruno Mars. Very sexy. It's another period piece. It's a blast from the past. It, it was it was very sonically pleasing. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was a very nice song. And I miss songs like that. You know, so uh, it was nice. It was nice. We did listen to it and watch the music video. If you haven't, then make sure that y'all go and check it out. They said that he's Hawaiian. Yeah, it, it's actually a good song. And I'm excited about um, the actual body of work. They did a good job. And, and indi- individually, I think that they're really good artists. So let's go ahead and get into this right here. Let's say he did too much coke for me. Child, let's get into this clip. As Bruno, you know, Bruno, you know, people <laughs> love to accuse you of, of, of being a cultural thief, which I find interesting because you are a person of color. What, what would you say to those people? Shut, shut up. Just shut your bald head, nasty, freaked out ass up. Uh, what the fuck does that mean? See, you see how inclusive person of color is. So if you ain't a honky, you a person of color, basically, basically. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. I would say you can't look at an interview. You can't find an interview where I am not uh, talking about the entertainers that have come before me. And the only reason why I'm here is because of James Brown, is because of Prince Michael. That's the only reason why I'm here. I'm growing up as a kid watching Bobby Brown saying, okay, if that's what it takes to make it, then I got to learn how to do the... I want to stop him. I want to stop him. Let's say he's Filipino. I don't goddamn know what he is. He ain't a nigga. That's all I do know. What I will say is, I'm I'm black, right? So, for lack of better term. So, I feel like there's nothing that I can appropriate. I, but I think there's a way to do everything. So, I wouldn't paint my skin a particular color. But I could wear a garb from a particular uh, place. 
You know, I could wear this or that. If I wanted to style my hair a particular way, if I wanted to do my makeup a, a particular way, I can fucking do that. And I dare you to say something to me, bitch. My people are the prototype. I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. That's one. Number two, when I feel like somebody who is not a nigga has a particular sound or they dance a particular way, this or that, that don't make it appropriation because you can see the influences. That's not appropriation to me. Somebody's showing love, and Bruno Mars has always spoken about who his influences are. Bruno Mars ain't tried to act like he came from a particular spot, so this is him, and or that he is. But he ain't tried to pretend like he was something that he's not. Not as far as what I'm concerned. So I can appreciate somebody who is talented, who's done the work, who's been inspired by particular people, who wants to make music that is inspirational because of the different things that are embedded in them or in him. And that's how I feel about Bruno Mars. He was inspired by particular artists, so he makes a particular type of music. He does dance a particular type of way. He does sing a particular type of way. They said He said he had to learn how to do it. But exactly, because it's not something that was native to him. That wasn't something that was going on in his household and shit. So can somebody not make music that we find appealing because they're not one of us? Not in my case. I'm not going to sit up and shun somebody and make them feel like they can't be who they are or express themselves a particular type of way because I feel slighted. Why would I feel slighted by fucking Bruno Mars? Bruno Mars ain't put on no goddamn afro and walked around talking about black power. What's up, nigga? He ain't did that. He shows love. He does his thing and he creates his art. That's how I feel. You have other people that sit up and appropriate all the time who pretend and who act like caricatures of people from our communities. That does happen. I don't think that that's Bruno Mars' story. How much good music would we have missed out on if people felt like Tina Marie didn't deserve a motherfucking spot in music? Um, Blue Eyes Soul, Michael, Michael McDonald with his beautiful ass voice. Who else? Um, average white band. They make amazing music. Who else? There, there are a lot of different people who are not black, but who are very soulful and have very soulful, you know what I'm saying, voices and shit like that. They said Halls and Oates, Sheila E., Michael Bolton. There are a lot of John B. There are a lot of people. So how, how many great people would we have missed out on if we felt like you don't deserve to make music because you sound too much like Mariah Carey is a half nigga, ain't she? Mariah Carey got nigga in her. Can y'all please stop that? Can y'all please stop that? They said Amy Winehouse, George Michael, Adele, Robin Thicke, the Bee Gees, JoJo. It's it's a lot of different people. Lisa Stanfield, Sim oh, Simply Red, that's my boy. Holding back the years. Oh, I know damn well you didn't put Britney Spears. I know damn well you didn't put no motherfucking Britney Get the fuck off my life. Get the fuck off my life. They said Ariana Grande, Christina Aguilera. Bitch, L. DeBarge. He's a nigga. Bitch, y'all finna make me mad. They didn't put L the barge. <laughs> they say Sam Smith. But seriously, you guys, seriously. We would have missed out on a lot of great talent if we didn't allow people to um to express themselves. And there are some people who do have is his voice fake? Does Bruno Mars not sing how he sings and stuff like that? So they said take McRae. So this is my whole point. It's about how respectful you are of the culture that you know that you're pulling from. That's what matters to me. If somebody gonna get up and say, fuck niggas, you look like a monkey. Fuck your dark skin and shit like that. But you wanna turn around, nigga, nigga, nigga. You wanna make music that, you know, you want those type of people to listen to. Baby, we got a problem. We got a problem. But when you get up and you have a, a particular type of sound, but 